In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast, I'm going to talk about uh, the power of good communication. And I'll try to make it as clear and concise as possible. I'm going to commu communicate it well so that you'll understand why communication is so important. Huh? And as usual, I'm going to give you all kinds of good free stuff. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Huh? What's up, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not too much. It's a uh, huh? it's another beautiful day. It's in, another uh, beautiful the Friday evening as we re record. Yes, we're here in the podcast nation Southfield Studios. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, those of you who've listened for any length of time, we've had a little change in moniker, but hey, you know what? Change, same thing, but different change name. is inevitable. Yep. it's going so, to happen. So we are now podcast nation. Um, so we are, we're in the palatial Southfield studios mm -hmm. with me as Matt Fox, as Hi. usual. Hi. We're hanging out. We're, we're, we've been, we were communicating before the show. We kind of were. We were. Yeah. yeah. It was we a nice little, uh, little banter going back and forth here. Oh, I just, I think I just hiccup. Sorry. No, um, no, you're I, good. I had a chicken sandwich earlier and it's really, <laughs> is it, is it, doing, uh, it's a little bit of heartburn. Is it doing us bok, bok, bok yeah, on here? Yeah. Right. It's, it's clucking. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, folks. Those of you who are listening uh, to the podcast, I appreciate it. Those of you who've joined us on Facebook Live, welcome to you also. Um, so let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Take a look there for all kinds of cool stuff. It's always, it, I, I've said this probably, it's always in the process of being updated and changed and, and um, improved. So um, if something doesn't work or you're looking for something specific, um, just message me. I'll make sure it's, it's, it's there or fixed or whatever needs to happen. Right. You can find me on social media, on Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist, <clears throat> and on Twitter and Instagram, which are both Motor City Hypno. H-Y-P-N-O. And you can also find me on Snapchat if, you so, if you're so inclined. I'm Motor City Hypno there as well. Um, the kids are using the Snapchat nowadays, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm in there, but. I, I'm not. You know, I I'm follow I follow a couple guys, um, a couple of YouTube channel guys I follow, um, kind of investment guys, um, mm -hmm. and they're on Discord. I don't know if you've dis I, used I've Discord before. I've heard of Discord. Yeah. I I do not partake in the Discord. Yeah, I, I partake a little bit in the Discord, and that's a that's a bit a bit challenging. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess once you get used to it, it's fine. Fair, but uh, yeah, yeah it, it's it's just new stuff, new stuff coming along. Little, it's along. different. It is. Some, I mean. The, the, the next Facebook will be here soon enough. I, I'm sure so, something will come up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it blows my mind because I, I know I've been alive for 56 years, but um, I, I just think back like, 
We didn't have anything when we were kids. <laughs> nothing. You know, there's a part we of had no cable. We had no computers. We had no cell phones. We had nothing. You know, I was. I, I, I told you I finished your book, right? Yes. And one yes. of the one of the things in your book, and there there's an there is a chapter on communication. There is. And you had brought up that old school trapper keeper, and yes. <laughs> Yes. How people would just write down everything, yes. but you couldn't send it to anybody. And... No, no. It was it, it's um, um, Franklin Planner. Fra- Franklin, Franklin Planner. Yes, yeah. yes. I brought that up in the book. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we used to have to write write stuff down yeah. and, and flip back and look at it. <laughs> it's like, wait, let me see if I'm available on that day. Flip 10 pages ahead to the next month. And yep, there's nothing written there. I guess nope. I'm good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I when I was uh, when I was writing that part of it, I thought, I wonder if you can still get that. Not yes, sure enough, you yeah. can still get refills for those <laughs> for people who want to continue to. Well, you know, everyone's different. The, I, you know, I guess they keep that planner right next to their abacus and their yeah, uh, yeah for the 50, their yeah. eight track player for your fifty six year olds of the world. Yeah, yeah. their yeah, <laughs> eight track deck. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That's you know okay. We'll we'll just get off tangent for a minute. Okay, the eight tracks. Um, I, I I later on in life I'm like how 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 silly were those because it inevitably would cut out in the middle of a song. Right, right in the middle of the song, start to fade out. Click to the next channel or the next track, and then the song fades in again. I'm like, what what a terrible way to listen to music. <laughs> It just doesn't make any sense. See, I, I've never been privy to an eight-track. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're a little younger than me. Yeah, yeah. not by much. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I came in with the vinyl and cassettes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Music. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that vinyl was all around too. Mm-hmm. But uh, in fact, it's going. I mean, it's weird. It's going back to vinyl. Yep. So um, I, do, I do some vinyl at my house. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think we got off on a tangent about um, your book, your Franklin Planner, and the book because yeah, I was yeah. talking about which is is that your sponsor old for things. this evening? It is my sponsor yeah. is Empower Your Mind for Success, a hypnotic guide. Good transition, Matt. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> my new book, which is available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and any bookstore you'd like to go to, they would have access to order it if they don't carry it. They may they may carry it. I've I've uh, you know, fortunately, here in the Detroit area, the only in-person bookstores we have is Barnes and Noble, unless you find some independent ones sitting somewhere. But um, right. um, so um, it's, it's very possible my book might be sitting out there at uh, Joe's Bookshop. Hey, I don't know. Joe might have it. <laughs> he might have seen it and say, "I want to order this," hey, and go, put it on the shelves. Go see Joe. Yeah. So if you need it, go see Joe. Tell him to order it for you. Right. Because any bookstore can get it. Because David said so. Yes. Because I said so. So yeah, pick up my book. If you have read it, I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad you picked it up, read it. Hopefully it, it uh, was good for you. You, you learned some things from it. You can implement some things from it. Um, I would say, though, if, if you have read it, please leave a review. That would help me tremendously, um, whether that be on Amazon or even like on Barnes & Noble, mm-hmm. where, wherever, wherever you purchased it from. All right. Most people are going to get it from Amazon. I get that since they're, uh, they have a monopoly on the market of, on pretty much anything. Anything. Yeah eBay that you want eBay yeah. who yeah. I have no idea well eBay's come eBay's becoming a scalping site to ah, me ah, you yeah. know at look, look at the price of ps5s on there and you'll I, I can't I know I can't afford I one <laughs> so. I, I want to you know my son wanted wants one I want one and because of the stupid computer chip shortage yep. I, I they're impossible to get can't even get a car I know well that that too <laughs> Ask me how I know that. Yeah, because you, you cannot get a car. <laughs> I cannot get a car right now. I, I lucked into my new lease a little bit because they just happened to have one come in the day I called my sales guy. Um, 
Of course, though, again, it wasn't the exact equipment package I wanted, but... Well, at least you got a car. Yeah. So, so yeah, if you've read the book, please leave a review. I would greatly appreciate it. That's where the episode is brought to you by. Empower Your Mind for Sex, Success, A Hypnotic Guide. I'll leave the Amazon link in the show notes. You can click right on that. It'll take you right to my book. No added fees for the link. It just takes you to the general link for my book on Amazon. And uh, grab it there. So speaking of communication, empower yeah. your mind for sex. Yeah. Success. success. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, that could fit in. I mean, that would be successful. Yeah. I guess. If you look, it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> I mean, that could, so be, I a, couldn't that could be a great success. I couldn't help that. <laughs> or, or it might be a great failure. It depends on what's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's, it depends on the uh, the outcome. Oh, just, the... just give me 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that happens to everyone. Don't worry. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, guess what it's time for, Matt? Oh, here we go. Yeah. That's how winning is done. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, if you've listened to the show for any length of time, you know Matt's a DJ. So, Matt, you're going to appreciate our winner of the week this week. All right, bring it. The Doors. Ooh. Do you, do you know any idea why? The Doors. I don't know why. I'm a big fan of the Doors. I, I am too. One of my favorite groups. Yes. I'm, I'm, and my wife will tell you. I love the Doors. Morrison oh. Hotel. One of my most favorite uh-huh. albums out there. Yep. A little yep. Peace Frog action. Peace Frogs. Yeah. One, yep. I love Peace Frog. Yep. It's their fiftieth anniversary. They're releasing "L.A. Woman" deluxe edition fiftieth anniversary. Fantastic. This week. This week. Yes. All right. This week. So much for my paycheck. 50 years ago, oh, wow. L.A. Woman was released. That's wild. I know. That makes me feel old. <laughs> you, were, you were just a six-year-old punk kid I, running I was, around. I think I was, uh, that would have been 70, 71. Yeah, I was 74, so yeah. I was six. Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I had to double check there for a minute, but yeah, uh, but yeah it's... it's um, I, I suppose it's it's uh, I, I I tried to pull up details on it. It was uh, it came up. I'm I'm uh, subscribed to them on my. Uh, oh, I follow them on 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 um, Instagram and also on Facebook, so okay. I, I get the notification through one of those. Gotcha. And I was going to go back and, and take a look and see what exactly it, if it's. I'm sure it's remastered if it's a deluxe oh, yeah. edition, yes. and they, they might have some. Hopefully, I'm hoping they have some like studio outtakes or or demo tracks or mm. something like that. That would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, Door is one of my all time favorites going going way back. I mean, I wasn't even I wasn't even aware of them when I was a kid. Because again, right. there no Morrison died in seventy three. Yeah, you can't be you can't be six year old listening to writers on the storm. I mean, it just could. doesn't work that well. Yeah, <laughs> or, or or the end. This is the end. <laughs> my favorite and I said, what, what does this mean? <laughs> my parents would have said, I have no idea. Uh, see, it's the, crazy. The, the deluxe edition is a three CD, one LP. Okay, that you can actually find on Amazon.com if you wanted. Perfect. To. Yeah, there's a, it's a 12 by 12 hand cover book. The Doors 50th Anniversary Deluxe Edition includes remastered versions of the album's most original stereo mixes. Uh, yep, remastered. That's yeah. what I assumed. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's out there. Yep, I'll, I'll pick that up. Uh, I, speaking of music, I just picked up, um, oh, shoot, I can't think of the name of the album. It's from the Muse album, one of their, um, they just did a remastered or, a, or an anniversary edition, and one of theirs. I can't. Why can't I, I'm going to draw a blank on the album. But here's the thing: this, uh, the, this, uh, the deluxe edition yeah. is the first time in a decade. 
that it's been available on CD. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. First time available on a CD and first time in a decade. And uh, remastered for the first time in nearly 30 years. So 30 years ago, they remastered it, but they yes. re-remastered it Yes, again, yes. So. Well, and I, I'm assuming technology the last 30 years has probably improved, I would guess. Correct. But the LP version, it's a mono mix. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. So that's oh, pretty cool. Well, maybe. I'll get it. You got live performances on the uh, as part of the three-disc features. Okay. Live I, I, performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the Matrix in San Francisco, recorded just weeks after The Doors was released. The movie, nice. The movie. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Nice. So, yeah. I, I've, I, It's kind of a selfish winner because I love The Doors, but many of you may also if you don't, if you don't like them. That's just your problem. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's an issue. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, still listen, but, you know, you got to like The Doors. Yeah, there's got to be one or two that you're a fan of. I, I'm sure. I, I mean, if nothing else, how can you not like Roadhouse Blues or right. or Light My Fire? I Correct. mean, you know, they're big hits. Mm-hmm. It, they're just, hey, that's a catchy tune. Come know? on, baby, let my fire. Which you know, Robbie Krieger wrote. Robbie Krieger. Who's that? He's the guitarist. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of somebody Cause, else. Because, <laughs> they, they, you know, they were they were using a lot of Morrison's lyrics and things that he'd written. And Robbie Krieger said, I got a, I got this thing I got here. A I got something. Yeah. Sounds like uh, something out of, uh, what, Queen. Yeah. They, they all collaborated yep. together in that regard, too. Well, and that wasn't until near the end, though, where they were started having these conflicts. And, right. And Freddie came back and they said, everything's going to be by Queen. No uh-huh. individual writing credits or music credits. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, so that's our winner of the week, The Doors. Thanks for um, that. Um, yeah. Break on through. <laughs> to the other break side. Break on through, people. <laughs> that's how winning is done. Yes, it is. Fair enough. Yes. So, back to it. <laughs> so you're talking about so I'm talking about communication. That's what we're talking about today. And okay. I'm going to try to communicate this to you so you can kind of get an idea why it's important. It, 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 in a lot of these things, it's going to sound very, right off the bat, it's going to sound cliche mm-hmm. and trite. And it's really not. I was just telling Matt before we started today, most of the time when I see couples in therapy, mm-hmm. it's, it always comes down to communication issue. There's always this this breakdown of communication and and people aren't listening. They're not trying to understand. They're they're just pissed off all the time and and they don't want to. And when we get into this, I'm going to point out different things and different ways that can happen over time. But when you stop communicating, there's just a breakdown. It's just a foundational element that you have to have in any relationship, whether it's whether it's a marriage, whether it's a, a sibling or or parents or friends. You have to have a level of communication to to make those relationships strong. Okay. So let me give you some signs that that whatever relationship you're in might have communication issues. Breakdown of. Okay. So one of the biggest issues that I see in a breakdown in a relationship is passive aggressive behaviors. Hmm. Um, those that would include things like the silent treatment. See what I did there? Yeah. See what That's I did why I started there? laughing because I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> what in blazes are you talking about? Nothing, because it's yeah. the silent treatment. Or they could say, I ain't listening to you no more. Yeah, that's crazy. So silent treatment. If you just if if somebody's trying to talk to you and you just block them out and you're just you just don't answer. Silent treatment. Hmm. 
jokes that are meant to hurt your partner. This this is a big one. This this is like this this passive thing that you play off as a joke, but it's really meant to to make a point or to kind of dig someone. Yeah. Like saying I, I'm just trying to think of something off the top of my head like Oh, her, her cooking's really great if it doesn't kill me. Mm. You know, something like that where where you, you you're trying to pass it off as a joke, but there's a little dig in there. Okay. You know, and especially like with a partner. Um or, or like something you might, I, I, I know with friend relationships and, and, and I know this is that it's different and I, I hate to say this, but it is different with guys than girls most of the time. Whenever I say that, it's, it's never a blanket statement. It is a generalization, but I found that to be true that guys just bust each other's balls all the time. Yeah, That's part of what, you know, it's what guys do, yeah. you know. Um, but I'm talking about things like, uh, you know, like, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're I, I, I'm even trying to think of something that would be passive aggressive more than just aggressive, like, oh, you're an idiot or something. Even, and, and it's not meant to be like funny, like ball busting. It's meant to be like, yeah. I'd go golfing really with you an idiot. if you were better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Exactly, Matt. Um, let me practice a bit because I do have to get better. <laughs> Condescending responses, like, uh, you know, somebody asks you asks you a question, like, you don't know that? Come on. Right. You know. They look down on you. Yeah. They Poo-poo think they're it. better than you. Yeah. yeah. They think they're they're above you in some way. I don't know what we're yelling about. <laughs> um, <laughs> shifting blame. Again, something comes up and, you know, the one party is always shifting blame to the other party. Well, and this is the big one, especially I see in couples. You know, somebody will get either one, either partner flips out and gets angry mm-hmm. and they say well if you hadn't said what you said i wouldn't have gotten angry it's your fault that i'm angry mm-hmm. you know shifting blame it's blaming somebody else for your behaviors and the, and the problem with when you have a breakdown and these things start happening every argument you have becomes less about whatever it is you're arguing about and more about responding to these past issues of, of passive aggressiveness. Mm. It just reinforces these bad feelings that you've had the last time it happened. So, so let's say you had an, uh, something simple. So you had an argument that, um, you know, maybe my wife is mad because I didn't take the garbage out. And then the next argument we have might not have anything to do with that, but that's still the feeling she's having, that I ignored something that she wanted to have happen or, or that I didn't find it important enough to, to do what she asked me to do, something like that. Um, you know, it's, 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 I, I, I can give you many, many examples like, oh man, her cooking, it's really good, but it helps me stay skinny or, (laughs) you know, oh, he's so funny. He pretends he can read books, (laughs) you know, stuff like that. These underhanded, like, like things that, that up front, they sound funny, but, but they're not there. There's a, there's a, you know, it's, it's, it's just a dig, you know, between the, just the two of us, you know, they sound funny when you're just talking about it. Of course. If you're actually you know, saying that to somebody in a passive aggressive mm-hmm. manner, I, I can see where the communication breakdown could happen yeah. uh, between a couple or friends or yes. spouse or, yep. or family, family or parents yeah. or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So it goes on. And what happens is this causes this, this increased resentment over time. This resentment starts building up because these things are said, they're never resolved. They're never acknowledged. And then you get these resentment. 
So I'm just going to read a, de a definition of resentment from, from Webster Miriam. A feeling of indignant displeasure or persistent ill will at something regarded as wrong, an insult or injury. Hmm. So think about that. When you resent someone, you have this, this displeasure and this persistent ill will because you, you, you think something's wrong or think something's unjust hmm. or it's an insult towards you. Hmm. And, and think about if, if that's what you're feeling in a relationship of any kind, how, how are it, how's that going to go? It's not going to go very well. Mm -mm. You're not going to be able to move forward if you're carrying all that resentment around. So how do, I, I'm sure you're going to talk about, so yeah. how, how does a couple, a individuals with communication issues, how do they resolve those, those communication yep. problems? Yep. We are going to get into that. Okay. And I'm going to give you a couple of other issues. Um, so let me, so, so overall resentment comes from not expressing how you feel. Mm. Okay. And this is the other thing, and this is where the ownership has to go back to the individual. If somebody says something that hurts me emotionally, you know, it makes me feel bad. They may have meant it. They may not have meant it. But it's my, it's, it's my responsibility now to express how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. If I just ignore it and hold on to it and let that fester, that's on me. So if you're, if you're in any kind of a relationship where somebody, somebody says things or they do things that make you feel bad and you don't say anything, now, that, now the responsibility is back on you. Because if you don't express that, and again, I'll make another generalization here as far as therapy goes, <laughs> women tend to talk and men tend to shut down Okay. in general. <clears throat> again, I can't make a 100% blanket statement about that, but in my experience, this is what I found. Men tend to be stoic and, you know, pretend that they're not bothered by things. And mm. uh, I, I don't need to, you know, I don't need to see a therapist. I'm good. Things they, like that. They internalize you know, it. They internalize but, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Men do. And what happens is that because they're not speaking out, because they're not, you know, saying that, that they're hurt or that they're displeased with something, th then you get situations like, remember this, remember this lady? No, <clears throat> you've had your limit today. You drink water. <laughs> you end up in a relationship like that. Right. Where you're totally just beaten down and you never speak up for yourself and never express how you feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how are you going to wipe a table with this little? It's not even wet. <laughs> no, you've got to take everything <laughs> off the table. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then you end up in a situation like that where it's just you're constantly berated and you just never say anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, my, I, I, I think I asked you, maybe off the air, man, I don't remember, but um, you ever watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? It was off the air yeah. and you said, I said no. Okay. And you said you have to. Yes. So I'm going And you have to, not yet. I okay. have not yet. But so, I'm going. So it's on the quick, list. Larry David is the main character. Jeff Garland is his agent, and they're and they're like friends and his agent in the in the show. Okay. And Jeff's wife is just like, you know, like, um, I it's hard to describe her. She swears like a sailor, and she's just just got this. Okay. It's like a raving bitch, you know. <laughs> okay. But in a funny way. Um. But but there's one of the episodes. I think it was, I don't know if it was Larry that said it or somebody in there said it. And they're like, they, they, just, they were talking about Jeff and his wife. And they said, oh, that poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife will make jokes every once in a while. If we, if we, if we know someone, we'll be just like, oh, that poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, 
it if if you don't speak up and you don't let it know, you're gonna you're gonna harbor resentment, and that, and that goes by from either party. So it's important now, and I'm t- we're gonna talk about how you can do this better as far as expressing how you're feeling. Okay. The other thing that comes into play, and this is where this will link into this, people are stubborn. They get stubborn sometimes. You don't say. Yes. <clears throat> I wonder what makes them stubborn. And a lot of times in relationships, it, it's not at all about what you're arguing about. It becomes about who's right. Mm. <laughs> I'm just thinking of a simple example, like the dishes aren't done. And it just becomes a, a battle now of who's right. right. Well, I told you I would do them. I didn't say I'd do them right now. No, you said you would do them. And it becomes it just becomes this battle of wills rather than they're just dishes. Right. The but, argument isn't about the dishes. It's a, it's about the, the breakdown as far as understanding and communication. Does the toilet paper roll go over or under? It goes over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who's right? Well, but again, that's... That's a, that's a matter of now I can show you and you've probably seen it. It was at the old place, the, the old Northville Studios. They yeah. had that picture in the bathroom uh-huh. about how to put a toilet paper roll on. It's like the directions. Yeah. Um, so I will say, I don't know if Kendra's listening. She might be. My wife puts it on upside down sometimes, where it comes out the bottom. Okay. I will. I will typically change it, just because I prefer it. And she might not even know I change it. I, I I don't see it doesn't. I don't think for her it matters. Sometimes it's on right. Sometimes it's not on right. <laughs> but for me, it's like is that is that really is that really something that you have to argue about? Correct. That's why I, I, I mean, yeah, it, it, that's a great example, Matt, because it's insignificant. Mm-hmm. In twenty years from now, who's going to care how many times the toilet paper was on right. upside down? Correct. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even though it's wrong, it's not worth arguing about. But. <laughs> But but we go back to the stubbornness, and and this is a this is a, even though that's a really silly example, you could have a battle about that. P- people probably people out there probably fight about this, and insist they're right, and it doesn't matter about who's right or wrong, mm-hmm. and that's what most arguments become. They become a thing of who's right and who's wrong, and most of the time, both people are at fault. Mm-hmm. So this is where. If you want to, if you want to deflate any argument, if you want to just diffuse it immediately, mm-hmm. say, "I'm sorry, I was wrong." Okay, that's it. But then, as mad as somebody can be, if you say, "I'm sorry, I was wrong," mm-hmm. now here's the thing: that the, I, I, there's a caveat. If you don't feel like you were wrong, don't say it. Mm. If you know you screwed up, we'll go back to the simple thing. Let's say the, I was going to say a toilet paper roll, but we'll go back. Look, okay, no, no, we'll stand that because that was the example you brought up. <laughs> so say that you're, say that for you, that really just irks you, irks you to the point that, oh, there's Kendra. She just said, uh, I literally don't care how it goes on as long as it's on. <laughs> As long as it's there. Well, because uh, I'm, I'm known to leave the empty roll on there every once in a while. Oh, okay. Like just the cardboard, uh-huh. you know, the cardboard tube. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, that's paper too. You have to use it. Well, I mean, you, you, you know, you could shred that and <laughs> do something with it, but. Uh, You're not using corn cobs, are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But but again, that that's a good point. She doesn't care how it goes on. And I'm sure if I really said, you know what, it really drives me crazy when you put the toilet paper on wrong. She might, she might respond to that, but but it's really not worth me getting 
you know. But let's say that there's a couple out there who say that 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 really set somebody off. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, why do you do that? Right. And it, it's it's just a matter of the, of, of a person saying, you know what, you're right, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I I can do it that way. I got a picture to even show you the instructions right. on how to put. So, so, I mean, it's hard. Here's the thing is it's impossible to argue with somebody who doesn't have a point to argue. Mm-hmm. You, it, it, you can't do it. You're, you'd just be talking to yourself. Right. That's where you just learn to <clears throat> what walk away. I mean, just so. So, and again, I want I want to preface this here. There, there is a I'm not saying just say to say you're sorry, you were wrong for everything, because that's not that's not helpful either, because then one person's going to feel like. Why am I always saying I'm sorry? Right. Unless you screwed something up, mm-hmm. and that's that's going to happen. That's going to happen in any relationship, you know. Um, again, I'm trying to use simple examples here. They can be much larger ones that could make a difference in things. Of like, course. let's say, you know, let's say I forgot to make a make a car payment. Mm-hmm. You know, that affects both parties. That affects both parties. It affects credit. It affects mm-hmm. you know. I I don't think that's ever happened, but but let's run with that example. I I know that that's I if I forgot that that's that's my wrong mm-hmm. and, Take and I could argue it. about it right and we could have a big fight and and I could say well it's not a big deal it's it's uh you know I just forgot it's it's not going to affect anything but th- the bottom line is if I screwed up I need to say you're right mm-hmm. I'm sorry I was wrong mm-hmm. and and then there's no argument there you take ownership you own what you've done and then you move on. Um. So let me give you some other traps of poor communication when you're actually talking to someone. Okay. And this happens to a lot of people. Um, being stuck in your own head during a conversation. Okay. You're not really listening. You're not really focusing on what the person's saying or what they're trying to convey or the emotions that they're having. You're just kind of in your own head. You can be thinking about, you know, somebody can be talking to you and you're thinking about, Oh, football games on in 10 minutes. Um, you know, you're you're just in your own head yeah. thinking about anything else. You're not in the moment. Um only hearing superficial meaning when somebody's talking. So, somebody can say, "You know what? You didn't do the dishes." And I can I in my head I can be thinking, "Who cares? Mm. I don't care." That's but that's you have to realize that's not really the issue. There's an underlying emotion coming out there, mm. and that's a frustration. Mm. It's anger. could be disappointment. And, and it's, it's probably connected to, to a pattern of things like that happening. Okay. And that's the thing that we're going to get to as we go forward. Okay. Uh, interrupting. What? Interrupting. What? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did I say that? What? <laughs> Wait, where is it? Hold on. <laughs> no! No! Hey, no, don't, don't shut me up. up. Don't shut me up. <laughs> uh, that, that is something that I did try to work on is the whole, when you're having a conversation, you really got to do what you can to listen, mm-hmm. then process, and then verbalize. And that's something I really struggled with. And, and, let, and let me throw this out here because it's a good way to kind of, uh, of, of describe what goes on when two people are having a conversation. And, and at first, at first examination, you think, okay, two people are talking back and forth. That's easy. Mm-hmm. No, one person is saying something, the other person is hearing something. That's two channels. Mm-hmm. The first person that's saying something has a meaning behind what they're saying. Mm-hmm. The second person 
interprets what's being said to their own understanding. And then the first person is already assuming or or thinking what he knows the other person is going, going to, to say, say or do. And then the other person is thinking the same thing. So there's almost like six channels of communication with every back and forth as far as words go. Wow. Okay. I, I know that sounds very complicated, but but it's it's not simply just talking back and forth. There, there's patterns there that have developed, and, and especially in long-term relationships, has probably developed over time. Mm-hmm. Or for a lot of people that have developed since childhood and they take into relationships that that's more likely because mm-hmm. if you're if you were with a very domineering mother or father mm-hmm. and and you were you were i don't know let's say belittled and put down all through childhood chances are that's that's something that you're not going to speak up about or, or 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 maybe it could be just the opposite you you'll be very very you know, any hint that you're being berated, you flip out mm-hmm. because that's what happened to you as a child. Um, so there are a lot of traps of poor communication and we're going to go through more because what we're going to talk about next episode, because we're going to do a part two on this because I got a lot of information yet to share. Cool. But I'm going to give you some actual ways that you can implement to improve your communication process. I'm looking forward to that. Um, one is rushing the speaker, Matt. That's a bad habit. Did you know that? Rushing the speaker? Yeah, rushing the speaker. Like, hurry up, get done. Let's go. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's wrap it up. <laughs> hey, I don't produce for nothing, all right? Oh, good for you. <laughs> so, yeah, folks, I, I, wanna, I, wanna, I don't want to rush through a lot of this because I think it'd be very helpful. So, yeah, we're going to have part two of communication, which I planned that anyway. Uh, I'm going to give you some actual real tips that you can do to help improve your communication skills, which is going to improve your relationships. That this, this ties right in. I can't tell you how many times I've worked with couples to do this. And, just, and, and sometimes it's, their habits are hard to break sometimes um, for any Chicago fans out there. But um, <laughs> I'm a bad habit to break. <laughs> but we're going to share some tips for you that's going to help improve your communication. So check in for part two coming up next episode. Chop, chop. In the meantime, (laughs) change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time. Oh, and Facebook Live people, stay stay there. We're coming right back.